0: Love Talk Radio. Hey, 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 how's everybody? I hope everyone is doing well during this time of quarantine, quarantining. I don't know how to say that. I'm always trying to come up with a word, um, a new way to say a word. But anyway, I am Nia with One Purpose Magazine, and I am your host for One Purpose Blog and this is what my eighth week or seventh week. I let my daughter record in the in the middle of the week, so I'm kind of off in my number count a little bit. But I thought it was important for me to come on today to share um, a little bit about myself. I I realized that you know I kind of jumped back into the scene after being uh, out of it for a few years, and I didn't introduce myself. I didn't say a lot about me. And that's very important. a blog about um, branding yourself and what you do. (laughs) And I was like, wait a second. I'm not taking my own advice. So uh, I thought I would use this opportunity to uh, share a little bit about my background and who I am. First of all, my name is Nia. I go by Nia Javon Andrews because Nia Andrews was taken on Google. (laughs) Much respect to whoever that person is, but um, I'm Nia Javon Andrews. So you can find me on just about every social site as Nia Javon Andrews. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, that's who I am. That's how I chose to brand myself with my full name. Um, But aside from that, I am uh, hold on, my camera went off on me. Aside from that, I am of communications. Aside from that, I am a communication specialist um, with Illinois Violent Death Reporting System and a communication specialist for uh, SUDORS, which is a statewide overdose drug reporting system, drug overdose reporting system. I always get SUDORS wrong (laughs) and I, I don't know why, but I do, but I've worked with them for over a year, create, helping create their communication strategy and things like that. And so, in a nutshell, um, I do deaf reporting communications for two organizations that is kind of land. Well, both are influenced or by the CDC, for sure, IVDRS, which is Illinois Violent Deaf Reporting System, Uh, the CDC paved the way for them. Back in 2005, they came into existence and they've been growing ever since. And they cover like close to 90% of the violent deaths in the state of Illinois, IBDRS, um, funded by uh, IDPH. So, I, I mean, I just throw all of that out there just to give you an idea. And go onto the website if you're interested in finding out more. It's ibdrs.org. Um, so that is what my daytime job is. I and the reason that I found that it was important for me to kind of clarify that is because I've been seeing, I've been getting aggravated a little bit by a lot of the commentary that's going around with people saying don't share death numbers, um, do not share shares with this pandemic that we're experiencing. People are and do not share death numbers, share the people that lived. And I get it. You know, I I totally understand why you don't want to be over inundated with death information. Trust me, if anybody gets it, I do. Or, you know, the team that I work with gets it because they really do the grit of the work. You know, I just see the outcome of it, which are the numbers that I have to kind of put out there to get people to show Uh, You know, it just moves legislature. It moves community efforts and things like that. So those numbers are important to get to get out. And if you hear my kid in the background, I'm at home. Everyone knows that we're all working from home (laughs) nowadays because we're we're um, safe inside. But I just want to put this out there and then I'm going to jump off of it because I don't like to. You know, I know what I do. I'm confident in what I, I do, or else I wouldn't be involved with it. So I will just go back and saying that when I left my employer years ago, I wanted to get into, I wanted to do something in the area of violence prevention. And I, I, I me to the right direction and to help me find out where it is. My talents are best, the area, my talents are best in. Years went past, I continued to do my work, and this job kind of just landed in my lap by way of a friend. And it was very new, it was just, they were establishing it, they had gotten some anonymous donor funding to fund the role, and someone knew me, had passed my resume along, and I ended up getting a job, long story short. I also had an offer pending for an association as a storyteller for... um, A company, but I chose to go with building the communication strategy for uh, the company that I work for or the projects that I work for because I know the conversation that I had with God. And so um, I say all that to say that I'm in, I do what I do because I I have a passion for, for doing it. But I just want to put this out there. The reason I chose to go into Working on the projects that I work on, which is reporting death numbers, the numbers of dead people, is because I kind of have a mantra for my communication strategy personally, and people who, who've been who've been following me know that I say exposing the greatness of everyday people, everyone's stories deserve to be told, so that is kind of what I live what i my Not what I live by, but what my career is cultivated from. So that kind of spilled over to my work life. As someone who report on death numbers, you know, every day is my job and the people that that work with me the epidemiologists on our staff the behavioral research associates on our staff the sociologists that is the, the 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 principal investigator just everybody on my team when we get together and we do our work the one thing that drives us to come to work and do what we do every day is the fact that we are being a voice for someone who lost their voice and that is so if you know me Giving people a voice, people using their voice is very important to me. So when I see people saying things like uh, "Don't talk about the, de- the death toll numbers and things like that," you know, you're kind, you're silencing or trying to attempting to silence someone whose voice, whose story deserves to be heard, even it even if it is that they are in the count of people who mm-hmm. lost their lives. Lives. That's still their story. Their story deserves to be told. You know, I can get all passionate and deep about it, but you know when I'm gonna leave it there and leave it on the surface, and um, go get you one, and allow just that to marinate with people. You know, we report on unintentional uh, deaths and violent deaths. We focus on violent death prevention. And, and unintentional deaths, is a, deaths are a, a leading cause of deaths in the United States. Okay, we don't have any more. We don't have any more. I, I'm talking to my toddler. She's looking for fruit snacks. I've got to go to the store later. I'll pick you up some, okay? Yeah, okay? Yes, that's what we do. It is a leading cause of uh, deaths in the United States. So the situation that we are in with this pandemic is all new. All of these numbers are going to be important to do, doing research to prevent something like this from happening again. That is the entire point, I would think, or I think, because I guess because I work in that area, the entire point is to gather information for prevention. Because if you if you don't if you don't have the information gathered, you know what can you do? But anyway, so I won't dwell. On that, and I like I said, I don't have enough time to dwell on it. I only allotted 15 minutes. I'm five. I'm, I have five minutes left. So I guess w- one of the alternatives, and I feel you. You don't want to. You don't want to share information about death numbers. Fair. Everybody, people handle it differently. You have to watch out for your mental health. That's very important. So I guess I would like to give a suggestion to people: create positive content. Create and people have been doing a great job. All the DJs all the people that's into um, working out and fitness, um, people that are into cooking, things like that, they have been doing a great job with sharing content. So if you're one of those people that's caught up in in the negative and you're trying to combat that with telling people in the media how to do their job, what I would challenge you to do is create some content, create some positive, positive things, that uh, you're doing to to for people to share and things that people can put out there, not telling people how to do their job or criticizing people, but you're you just being the influence or you being a leader and creating something so that you can give the masses or give people positive things to share. I do think it's a lot of that that's going on, but you know if you if, if you're if you're criticizing and you're not doing anything to fix the problem, then you you are the problem. You know that that is uh. How I look at it. And people will come to my house. We ain't supposed to have company, right? So, anyway, so that, and then I have a new article out. I have to end my show. I have company. (laughs) Work. It's only three minutes left. But anyway, you get the point. Uh, I'll holler at you later. Peace out.